Welcome to Happiness Simplified Podcast with Dr. Kayvon Kay and Di Manuel, talking about everything that makes life awesome. Hey, listeners, Di Manuel here for Happiness Simplified, and I'm joined by Dr. Kayvon Kay. Kay, you there, my man? Yes, I'm right here. How's it going, Di? I'm doing fantastic, yeah. man. It's always great to talk to you. It's been a while. It feels like it's been a long time since we last chatted. but um, It was last week, but yeah, it does feel like a long time. We need, <laughs> think, about think about everything that's happened in the last week. It's been a bit of a gong show. But, uh, you know, before we hit record there, I, I thought it was really interesting what we started to talk about and some of the conversations you've been having with some people, in particular some of your clients recently. And for those that are new, just tuning in for the first time, well, thank you for joining us, for one. Um, but secondly, Happiness Simplified. Kay and I are just a couple dudes. We have uh, a lot of different talents, a lot of different skill sets. But one thing that we really thrive on is the fact that we're active dads, committed parents to doing what we do best, and that's really looking after our daughters. And uh, But on top of that... Uh, we've become really good friends over the years uh, through sport of CrossFit, and that's sort of how we initially met. But we we have some really interesting conversations, and one day we just decided that, hey, you know what be really neat? We should actually record these conversations because I get a lot out of them, and I think other people will too. So if anything you hear during these conversations, please go back. You can hear some of our past episodes. This is episode 24. Uh, we've had lots of really interesting chats, and a lot of them in literally inspired by people reaching out on social and tweaking us with different questions and ideas. So uh, keep those coming. Reach out to us on social. We'll share a bit towards the end on how you can do that as well. And uh, yeah, so for today's episode, Kay, what is this imposter syndrome? I, I, I'm fascinated by what you were starting to share with me. So if you can just take yeah. it take it away, man. I want to hear all about this. The imposter syndrome, I heard about it when I was studying entrepreneurship and marketing. I'm not sure where was the first time I heard about it, but uh, basically imposter syndrome is that situation that we get into, especially at the beginning of following up on a goal, on a dream, on a on a motivation. And it's that voice inside of us that starts talking to us or talking down to us, basically telling us, well, yeah, that's a good idea, but who the hell do you think you are to to implement that, right? You know, we have all sorts of negative um, energies inside of us that they don't want us to follow up with with our dream. Uh, Stephen Pressfield in his book, um, Do the Work and also The War of Art, explains it beautifully. And by the way, if you haven't read those books, I cannot recommend them, you know, stronger. Go get them today and start reading them today. I think um, Do the Work is like, I don't know, three or four dollars on, on Kindle and, and you can finish it within two or three hours. So he talks about because we are human beings, the very next moment, fraction of a second after we have some positive thoughts, some positive motivation, and it really doesn't matter on which which topic, maybe you want to take care of your health, maybe you want to better do better in business, maybe you want to do some charitable work and help other people, maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to compose a piece of music, maybe you want to start a project, it really doesn't matter. As soon as something is happening inside of us for the betterment, the very next second, there is this negative force in the opposite direction uh, that wants to prevent us from happening. And this is how we're built. This is a human condition. If we have a pulse, we have this energy inside of us. And there is no 
getting rid of it, it's only learning how to work with it. And it has many, many faces. Sometimes it shows up as, as fear. Sometimes it shows up as um, pro- procrastination or or feeling down. And one of the faces, and as St- Stephen calls them resistance, the resistance with capital R. I, I love uh, the way that he starts the book. There's a quote that he says, on the field of the self, stand a knight and a dragon. You are the knight. Resistance is the dragon. Mm. And it's like that. And as I said, it knows all of the tricks. There is no getting rid of it. It's only what the only thing we can do is defeating it. And w- when we defeat it once, we know we can do it again and again. And we, we, we need to do that every day because, as I said, if you have a pulse, you have this, this uh, dragon inside of you. So with, with entrepreneurs, one of the faces is called the imposter syndrome that, that we think we are not good enough. We are not the right person for do, to do this. Uh, who am I to make this change happen? You know, I can, you know, barely manage my own life, let alone create this thing that's going to go out there and it's going to change people's lives or, you know, not even that, you know, start a business. Who am I to do this? Uh, the voice is, is talking down to us. It's like, who the hell do you think you are? It comes in the, with the territory. It comes with trying to work on the business and in the business at the same time and, and feeling overwhelmed. So I have been familiar with this and it's, it's certainly one of the dragons that I myself also deal with it. And, but I find it that it's, it's always showing up in my conversations with, uh, with my clients or even friends, you know, even people at the, at the gym that they have some goals or the other day I was talking to um, own, an owner of a um, grocery store that also uh, has a real estate license. So he's, uh, he's back and forth between the two and uh, none of the businesses are growing as much as they can. And uh, of, of course, there are so many reasons not to commit to, to either of them, you know, just uh, run the store or just grow the real estate business. Uh, yeah, I have children, I have family, there are bills, but I have put so many years in this, yet the other one hasn't started yet. You know, there are, of course, there are so many good reasons. And one of them is, you know, the imposter syndrome. They, they compare themselves to other people in that industry. In this case, are they realtors? And so, well, I never can do that. And when they do that, you know, um, I'm not going to be like that. They thinking that uh, people are going to find out that you are fake. And it's not true. It's just an illusion. So on that, like, so this illusion, it's, it's self-perpetrated yes. or perpetuated, I should say. Um, like it's, it's basically us projecting this resistance, if you will, on the outside world. So we're, we're more or less manifesting <laughs> it ourselves, correct? Yeah, it, and, uh, and, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> and so, yeah, and that's crazy, but it makes a lot of sense based on that whole idea of, you know, what we, was well, in us, right, to create our own reality, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And, and I know there's the book, The Secret, and, and pretty much every other personal development book out there, uh, self-improvement book, touches on that idea uh, of manifesting through our own intentions and energy creation. And so I, I can definitely see how that would also produce on the negative side. So it's really interesting that he's given it this title, right? This uh, imposter syndrome. I really like that idea because yeah. it sort of has that uh, 
ominous sort of uh, feeling to it, right? And I'm curious, and for those that are obviously tuning in, I think we can all agree that we we feel like that every once in a while, and for some of us, sometimes more often than others, <laughs> uh, based on putting ourselves in situations where we may not feel entirely comfortable nor confident in what we're doing. So what would you suggest for somebody that's feeling that way or feeling that they're on that battlefield with that dragon, as you said earlier, yeah. or or they're feeling that they're suffering from the imposter syndrome? What What's the first few steps that you need to take to really start to deal with it? Well, the first step for me is that I remind myself that this is not the only voice I'm hearing. This is not the only temptation there. You know, this is not the only thing that uh, is trying to convince me. And if and if you listen, we hear other sounds, other voices, other things that they attract to them us to themselves. They are in the opposite direction. The the only thing with the imposter syndrome is. It's very loud and it's always, you know, screaming and yelling and, you know, occupies the whole damn space. (laughs) Right. So what do you do when something is so loud, you turn it off for a second? Or if it's a person, you say, yeah, thank you, but shut up for a second. Let me hear what else is going on. So it's it's that Uh, we try to deal with it uh, head on from the beginning. But before that, we should just. Let it be for a second and I acknowledge it. Okay, I heard you the first time and the second time and the third time. Now, be quiet for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, hear my own thoughts. Let me hear other things. Let me let me think about this for a second and, and start examining it. Uh, is that really, really true? You know, and that's why people find uh, reading biographies so um, so inspiring because you see the human inside all those success stories that we read about and how they also had the same thing going on and they acted uh, regardless. They acted in spite of that. They did something about it. You've heard of the um, the domino effect, right? Yes. So it means uh, you just um, put a little bit of energy in the first domino and it uh, you know falls and topples the next domino that's a bit bigger and uh, that topples the next one that is a bit bigger than that and a bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's, it's like a vortex. Uh, it's, it's exponential things getting bigger one after another. The thing that is happening right now, either we cause it or however, leads to something in the same nature, just bigger. And that leads to something in the same nature, again, bigger and bigger and bigger. So life is, is like that. It's is like a spiral and it either goes up or down. So it's it seems like a monumental task to try to to control the whole spiral, but all we need to do is to control the first domino, the the direction of the spiral. You know, I choose to get to bigger and bigger and bigger on the positive side. Or sometimes we lose control and get into that vortex of bigger and bigger and bigger towards the negative side, that the, the vortex that goes down. So it's not as big as it looks. It's smaller. And all I have to do is change the first direction, the first step, the first domino, the first baby step, and trust um, that it will lead to the next one. So I have to just push the next one a little bit. And all of these little energies in the right direction, they they will 
you know, end up to bigger domino pieces and bigger and bigger. And, and after that, we just ride that wave. The dragon shows up again. It shows up every day, <laughs> right? So, yeah. And that's how life is, you know. As I said, if you have a pulse, you are doing this. The mm. only way not to do this, you know, is not to have a pulse. We can pack everything up and go to Mars, and this thing is still with us. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Okay. So the first step is realize, and well, not realize, actually remember it's not as big and scary as it feels like. And there are other voices, there are other forces, there are other things that they are in the opposite direction. They are in the positive direction and, and follow that and follow that. And uh, yeah, the imposter syndrome, you know, is there. It comes back. It speaks louder. It tries to, to convince you and it shows you all the evidence. But guess what? We know it's not true. Other people did it. I can do it too. Right. All you have to do is remember your previous success, successes in life. You did all of those things. Why can't you do this? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great point, Gabe, okay? because how many times do we do things for the first time, right? And what's the worst that ever happens? Well, yeah. we do it. <laughs> and we realize that, hey, it wasn't that bad, you know? And maybe it was that bad, but uh, we, we do it again, right? Or we decide, no, that wasn't for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at you and I, we, we did Tough Mudder, right? We've done yes. it a few times together. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that that is definitely getting out of your comfort zone. And uh, it's really easy to be out there doing a 20K run and a 12-mile loop and uh, saying... With the obstacles and the rain and the, uh, yeah. you know, the rain of uphill and downhill. <laughs> and it just start questioning, right? Like, why am I doing this? Like, recently I wrote an article about my experience doing my first half marathon this year, you know? Yes. And, and I did it all wrong. <laughs> you know, and I'll be the first to admit, I didn't train, I didn't prep, I didn't... I did everything that was the opposite of what everybody was saying that you should be doing to prep for something like that. And it was, an, uh, you know, I loved being in Israel and doing it, but... The actual experience of running the marathon that half uh, was awful, <laughs> you know, and it, it was my own doing. And I think that's also really important to note is as much as we have these imposter syndromes, it all comes back on us, right? Yeah. It's it's our own interpretation and our choice to do what we do and how we deal with it is ultimately up to us as well. So I think that's great, man. I'm, I'm loving that you... Um, brought that up this morning, you know, because I think it's it's really valid and very relevant to how a lot of us are feeling every day, if not uh, more than that, you know? Yeah. Every time we have a, a motivation to do something that's good, there it is. <laughs> so I, I want to put this into context, you know, for those that are listening, because like, I think what would be really useful is if, I mean, come on, we're... we're New into 2017, you know, by the time this airs, we're, we're fresh in. And I'm thinking that a lot of people are starting to set goals for themselves. Yes. And I know if you look statistically speaking, if people are creating resolutions for themselves, typically before that first month's over, people have already given up on those goals. Yeah. And there's a lot of mental uh, barriers or resistance, as we've uh, now come to, to identify it as, that are pushing back on us. So I, I'd love to know, because, Kay, and for those that are not familiar with Kay. I got to backpedal a little here and, and share a, a brief story. Kay has a very strong mental fortitude. Okay. Like he's just immensely uh, very focused. When he sets his mind on something, he just does it. And there's no wavering. For example, uh, it was about, I think it was two years ago, Kay, you set the goal for yourself 
for the full year to be active every day. Yeah, for a that full was for 2013. Yes, yes, 2013. For the full year, he was going to do some active. And the way he qualified active was to get a sweat on. So he wanted to get a light sweat on every single day for a full year. And he Athlete. did it. You did it. I remember you even having the flu. And yes. uh, you still did it. <laughs> so I want to know, and I'm sure those that are listening, how the heck did you do that? Especially in those moments, because I know you also had some uh, quite a bit of travel that year. Yes. You were doing a lot of certifications and, and continuing education all over the place, all over North America. And how did you maintain that? Like, what was it that allowed you to just stay so focused, to keep to that path and to, to, to really just smash that goal? And I, I was blown away because you've also had a number of other challenges that you've sort of spun off of that first one that have been equally as challenging if people were to, to look at it from outside in. It, it, I, I'm just amazed. I'm amazed. And uh, I'm still mad respect for me to you. And I know those that witnessed you doing that. So please share with us, because I think that is just a great example of, of pushing and fighting that dragon. Oh, thank you. Well, that's a great example. You know, we're talking about the imposter syndrome. So thank you for, you know, giving me that compliment that, that I... You refer to me as a person with focus, with willpower. When I set my mind to something, it will happen. And yeah, recently in the past few years, especially after doing that and, you know, making some changes in my life, people say that a lot. And I heard, heard that many times from different people, people who, you know, just met me in the past few years or they have, they knew me for, for all these years. So yeah, that seems to be the opinion about me. But guess what? My point of view of myself is the complete opposite. <laughs> it's the imposter syndrome. Every time somebody mentions this, that, hey, you want willpower, you want uh, continuity, you want consistency, Kayvon is the man. Kayvon is the, what, the who? I'm, I'm shocked and surprised every time because the default, default of the resistance within me has convinced me well, did many, many, many years ago that I am the one with zero willpower. I am the one always, you know, gives up on things. I am, hey, Kayvon, you're the person who never finishes everything, anything. You are the biggest loser out there, you know. And you know what? I did lose that battle to the dragon for many, many years and still shows up. And uh, mm. if I don't remember conversations like this, if I don't remember the evidence <laughs> out there, I will fall into that imposter syndrome. So that's a perfect ex example. I have to remind myself that, no, if I set my mind to something, I, it can happen. And here's the evidence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but but if, if it's the default, the default says, no, you're the one with zero willpower. Who the hell do you think you are that you want to start a goal or something? You know, if I have a pulse, I have the dragon, I have the imposter <laughs> syndrome, and it's happening. Now, with, with that um, two, 2013, you know that it all started with, with a conversation with my 12-year-old daughter at the time. And she, uh, she was looking at some pictures and noticing my weight going up and down throughout the years, you know, my health changing. Right. She knew that the, the relationship between this and, you know, being around. So she asked me basically, Daddy, I want you to do everything you can to stay around as long as possible. And uh, it hits you. 
it hits you in the right spot. Yeah. You know, it is that motivation. Fortunately for me, and I think this is a very important part of the whole thing. I knew the very next thought that comes up, shows up in my head. I have to say yes to it and, and commit to that. Yes. Doesn't matter how crazy it sounds because you see, as soon as the, the positive thought shows up, the, oh, but this is crazy. The imposter syndrome shows up again. The resistance, the dragon. So I knew I have to catch it before, before uh, the dragon starts speaking. It's very similar to walk the plank obstacle in uh, Tough Mudder. So it's, uh, what is it, 15 yeah. feet yeah. that we have to jump into water? Which, I have uh, to jump. I was going to say, which obstacle was it again? Which one was that? Uh, walk the plank. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. So I knew the only way for me to be able to jump, and it's not that high. It only You're in the air for only a second, right? It's still but 20 it's, feet, man. It's 20 feet. It's scary. <laughs> so I knew the only way to jump for me to do this is to jump before I think, <laughs> right? Right, right? You do your thinking while you're going down in the air, but, you know, just jump first. So I had to do that with the, with the same, then, so I, I just, in that fraction of a second, I knew the next thought I have to say yes to it. So, so catching yourselves in that fraction of a second moment is very important. When you have that positive energy, when you have that motivation, the next thing, the very next thing, the answer is yes, yes, you have to do that. So mine, the crazy thought, <laughs> you know, now we're joking with it. The beautiful thought that happened after that was, I am going to exercise all 365 days of 2013. It, this happened because it was, you know, about this time of the year. It was just before the, the new year. Right. And yeah. yeah, there were all these reasons. What if you get sick? Uh, well, that's just too much. And this and that. Yeah. Yeah. And before, you know, they, they can start having a conference in my head. I wanted to make this doable because, you know, it's like this. First, there is a, a feeling, the, the motivation, the dream. Then it becomes, uh, with a good question, becomes a vision. So first is what? The dream that I want to be healthier. I want to stay around as long as possible. And what if I exercised for 365 days? So that's the next question. So the the enemy here is Right there, we, we start to talk about how and what and, and this and that. Those are good questions just for later. So from dream to vision, I have to now change that into a plan and uh, then just execute the plan. So, so from something impossible, turn it into something possible and turn that into something probable and then turn that into something given. You know, it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> like that. So with those questions, from what to what if, then how and when for planning and executing it. So the how and when are good questions, but they are our enemies at the beginning of the of the stage. Uh, the beginning, it's only the what and what if questions that we have to, to work on. So I quickly set a success criteria to, to give this clarity, to, to, uh, to bring preciseness and ac accuracy to the whole process. And as you said, it was just, you know, working up a sweat. Because that easy, I can just jump up and down, do some jumping jacks, and it takes five to ten minutes, and I'm sweating. Well, guess what? I'm done for that day. It's much better than a day that it can just fly by and not doing anything because we just make it too big. Oh, I have to 
get up, I have to change, I have to get my gym bag, I have to drive all the way to the gym, go up the stairs, make it to the gym, change, do the workout. Ah, oh, come on. That's, that's a lot of work. Right now, where you are, you can start to doing some push-ups, some sit-ups, some jumping jacks. So I knew I could do that. So the um, just make a sweat, which I knew is going to take less than 10 minutes, uh, was the success criteria something that I could do regardless of any limitation, space, time, anything. This can happen. And, you know, if anything happens more than that, good. That's a bonus. If I'm showing up to a swim class, uh, to, a, to a CrossFit workout, I go for a run or whatever. Those are all the extra bonus, which, you know, great positive feedback from, from what you're doing. Now, the first few days was hard. And after a while, I started to have this, uh, this chain of successful days, this streak of, of, you know, okay, I'm at day 20. I'm at day 21. And I'm at day 30, 50. Now, I read this somewhere and I gave it a try and it was very successful that I switched my thinking from I have to do my workout today to I am not going to break the, uh, break the chain today, right? So it's that attitude of one day at a time and uh, focus on keeping the uh, the success streak going as opposed to I have to do something. So it was a, the, the thinking from I have to do changed into I have to prevent something from, you know, breaking or falling down. So uh, um, all of that helped. Also, you knew about it. So many other people knew about it because I went public. I went on, did this crazy thing, uh, and I went on Facebook and I announced you it. You shared it everywhere, man. It was awesome. Loved, <laughs> yeah. Loved so, it. yeah, it. I'm sure some people found it annoying at some time and sometimes motivating. But it was for my own good because if it's out there, if it's public, if it's evangelized by me, Backing out is much, much harder. I have a, a very good friend. He is my cousin. And we have, you know, very, very honest relationship with each other. And he, he told me, you know what, Kayvon, when you said you're going to do that at the beginning, I said, yeah, yeah, he's going to stop after 30 days. People do that. You know, people have all of these great ambitions. But, you know, you know yeah, I'll give it, I don't know, 20 days. I give it 30 days. But you kept going and going. Day 100, day 120. So now imagine how hard is it to, to break the chain of 119 days and thinking, okay, if I miss a day, then I have to do it again. Start from day one again. And see the negative energy of that. that no, 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 I, that's not what I want to deal with. I want to keep going on this path of making it on day 120, day 130. And... Uh, yeah, the whole 30, 365 days happened and it felt so good that I kept <laughs> kept going. So we had the, the 510 days of exercise in a row. Then we introduced the concept of, of rest and recovery day <laughs> to the whole process. That was awesome. That was so good, man. Like, And I just look, it really set you in motion. It solidified that commitment you made not only to yourself, but also to, to Roz, right? To your yeah. daughter. I think it was, you know, it all comes back to that idea of, of why, you know, yeah. what is that internal motivator that uh, really drives us, uh, you know, from an emotional standpoint, not just the, you, you alluded to it earlier, you know, you can plan it all the hows, the what's, the what ifs, but why, 
you know, like, why is it important to you? And, I, mm-hmm. and, and when you really cement that with uh, an emotion, um, it definitely makes it easier to maintain the motion <laughs> and uh, keep to it. So, I mean, congratulations, because I know that you've had a number of other things that you've committed to since 2013 that uh, I've seen you successfully, you know, as they say, uh, smash it out of the park. <laughs> and um, I, I know you're, you're an inspiration to me and to a lot of people that we know in our communities just based on you are the guy that gets stuff done. When you say you're going to do it, you do it. And uh, oh, man, it's just... It's, no, I just have to remember that myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're, we're here to remind you, and we'll just have to make sure to earmark episode 24 of this. You can listen to this a couple times every time you get that uh, that dragon show on its head, you know? And um, no, I think that's, that's fantastic. And I think that really gives everybody a, a good idea of what to do. Because, I mean, I think we all face these dragons. You know, we all do. There's moments of self-doubt. And when it creeps in, we have to remind ourselves that we are more than capable of doing whatever we want to get done. And as cliche as it sounds, it's it's that positive attitude that, you know, will carry you far. Um, But there comes a point where, yeah, we have to acknowledge the fact that, hey, do I have the skill sets (laughs) and the ability to carry me through this as well? You know, and if if we don't have that, well, that's getting more education getting help. At the end of the day, I think from everything that you you shared, Kay, and for those that are listening, I believe that it it all comes down to self-introspection, right? Really understanding oneself and being able to recognize what are some of our patterns, both on the plus and ones that maybe we want to change. And when we know about them, well, then we can address them and uh, move forward. But uh, thanks for sharing all that, Kay. That was amazing. Oh, thank you very much. And, and you know, I, I completely agree with you about uh, knowing uh, ourselves and, and following up with the patterns. And there is this huge value of asking for help from you know, experts and coaches such as yourself. You know, in this whole process of uh, physical health and, and CrossFit, you have been a tremendous, not only uh, a great supporter and motivation for me, but also help with, with your knowledge and expertise. You were talking about the 10 things not to do before a half marathon. <laughs> I think your title of your article is something like that. Yeah, I can try to, we can try to solve it by ourselves. But guess what? There are people who are out there and they're experts and they can tell me about the patterns before I have to rediscover them all by myself. You know, we were talking about the dragon and Stephen Pressfield and do the work and resistance. Well, guess what? He did the work for us. Instead of we try to define this negative energy somehow just by by looking at it, our, um, at it ourselves. So I wanted to thank you for being the person who supported me from day one in, in all of these changes. And, and I encourage people to reach out to, to you when it comes to health and fitness. The list of your talents is... <laughs> I, had, I had a hard time um, choosing from, you know... The everything that you can do in community building, on social media, and coaching others with accountability, uh, in health, fitness, eating well, and all of that, it's much easier to reach out to someone as opposed to trying to research all of that myself and, and trying to get good at it. Because guess what? All of those becomes all the other reasons that I cannot do this and I shouldn't be doing this. But, you know, you just reach out to someone. And beside the knowledge, they are also going to give you some wisdom, which is what you were talking about, that uh, learning about ourselves and patterns and, and knowing that this is not the whole picture and 
and going from there. So asking for help and going public is 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 a big success factor in everything that we do. Oh, well, thank you, Kay. Yeah. I appreciate that. And uh, well, I think everybody else has got a good idea too of all the stuff that Kay can do because, uh, man, he just gets stuff done and he helps you do it too, which is uh, you've helped me many times do that. So, um, hey, well, enough propping each other up here. I think that, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, people are like, come on. I, I know, I know, right? People are starting to tune out. But um, I, I think you guys can all tell that uh, Kay and I got mad respect for one another. And hence, uh, it's why these conversations are just, they're non scripted. You know, we're just talking here, you know. Come dudes talking and I, I like to invite you guys to reach out or leave a comment on itunes and um of course you know we appreciate your reviews if you, you heard something that you liked please let others know about it feel free to share and uh, we'd like to know give your dragon a name tell us what he who he is what he's all about or she's about and uh you know what are you doing this year to really take down resistance and uh, persevere through because, uh, you know, it's your stories that inspire us and ke- keeps us doing what we do. So uh, yeah. please keep that going. And, and Kay, thank you as always for sharing those pearls of wisdom, my man. It's, uh, it's inspiring. I know everybody that tunes in. Yeah, me too. Me too. We're recording them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> awesome, my man. Well, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to tune out now, but uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Kay, it's always a pleasure. Diamond well out. He's out. He's out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Happiness Simplified Podcast. Stay awesome. <laughs>